0: Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood.
1: Good morning and welcome to another Work Human Radio. I am your regular host, Mike Wood. We are now months into the pandemic, and I'm hoping that you and your family are doing okay. As part of our Keeping Work Human series that we've been doing with our CHRO Steve Pemberton, This week, we're going to bring you an interview with Gil Barr, who is a hairstylist and small business owner outside of Dublin, Ireland. So let's check in and see what the economy's like over across the pond, and I hope you all are doing well. Hey, everybody. It's Steve Pemberton again, Chief Human Resource Officer at WorkHuman. You know, by now you know that this is our Keeping Work Human series. And today we have our second international guest in Jill Barr, freelance hairstylist based in Dublin. And I have a whole lot of questions that I want to ask Jill about what has been one of the things that has emerged out of this, which is hair. So, Jill, thanks for joining us. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. First, how are you? How's the family?
0: Yeah, we're all good here in Dublin. At the moment, there's quite a lot of feeling of hope here just now because they're reopening a lot of things. So, that phase one just started this week. And yeah, there's just a good feeling of hope. The numbers are going down, and there's five different phases. So, this is phase one. So, hopefully, all going well. Everything just keeps getting more and more positive. And yeah, it's good just now. Good. It's a good feeling of hope.
1: So tell me how you had to shift and pivot as this began.
0: Well, as all this began, obviously with hairdressing, you cannot social distance at all. So I stopped work on the 14th of March and I haven't done any work since then. It's been tough. There's been no work at all. Now, the great thing in Ireland is that the government are really helping out people who have been affected by this. And that includes the self-employed, like myself, which is brilliant. But yeah, I've just been keeping in touch with my clients as much as I can. And I started doing online tutorials on my social media pages. Uh-huh. Just to help people with styling their hair and dealing with things. And so many people are in touch asking what to do with their roots and how to help, (laughs) things like that. Um, One really good thing that's came out lockdown is all the online education, free education that there is. So I'm trying to use my time wisely because I've never had so much free time on my hands. And just trying to upskill and relearn things, learn new things, anything that I can find online I'm
1: doing. Yeah, there's a lot of pivoting of businesses and particularly those that are high touch like your business is. So the online tutorials, as an example, is a way that you've actually have to have an alternative plan. I have not delved into it yet. And I've tried a couple of times and I get a little squeamish. And I'm like, uh, no, i will going to leave it alone. <laughs> uh, so I got to imagine though that, you know, everybody's like trying different hair products and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of the questions, right?
0: Yeah. And I have a lot of women ringing and saying, my husband needs his haircut. How do I cut a man's hair? <laughs> so I think there's a lot of very dodgy haircuts going around uh, <laughs> at the moment. Lots to fix after. Yours looks lovely, though, Steve, so that's OK. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, I have been trying all different kinds of things to keep it down, as it were. And so <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard to work. You know, Jill, I didn't know that for me personally, I could actually go this long without a haircut, like three months, actually. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll do some beard trimming, but I wouldn't have known that, to be honest.
0: I know, that's the worrying thing, because now I'm like, I hope everyone goes back to still getting their hair done regularly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask you that question. So now you have so many people realize, like, hey, you know, I can go long without a haircut. Is there going to be, you know, a longer-term impact to the industry
0: business? I don't know. I think lots of people will just get back in the habit of getting their hair done regularly again and remembering how good it makes them feel once they get it done. So yeah, I'm hoping that will be the case. Some people, I think most people that were regular clients will come back to being regular, but the industry on a whole, quite a lot of freelance stylists are getting quite bad press here because there's a black market hairdressing going on. So some people are taking advantage of the situation, charging huge amounts to travel to people's houses to do their hair when you shouldn't be doing that just now because we should all be still staying at home and just following all the government guidelines. Here, hairdressers aren't allowed back till the 20th of July. So we still have a little bit to go (laughs) before we can reopen.
1: Yeah, so Jill, we're seeing the same thing in the US that these Mm -hmm. kind of undercover operations... And in quite a few instances, people who kept their places open quietly wound up being a source of COVID tests, positive tests. Yeah, and, and so, you know, the guidance coming from the HSE or the CDC here in the U.S. is spot on accurate because, you know, most salons and shops are small, they're tightly confined, it's really hard to physically distance yeah. in a shop, no?
0: Yeah. And that's it. We're still waiting on the full guidelines coming back with regards to how salons will work, but clients are going to have to be two meters apart. So maybe a salon with 10 stations might have to go down to four or five stations. So it's going to, the industry as a whole is going to be affected hugely on the day-to-day running of the salon.
1: Mm, absolutely so on the more practical side side here well first i want to ask a little bit about how you got into hairstyling in in particular was this a childhood
0: i no to be honest i wasn't a girly girl when i was a young girl i was in soccer and mud fights or whatever so when I became a teenager, I got more into hair and makeup side of things. And I loved experimenting a lot with my hair, which didn't always end well. <laughs> so wow. I've had some interesting hair looks over the years and experimenting with my friends here as well. Which <laughs> but yeah, I, so basically it was when I was a teenager and then I started working in a salon on a Saturday So I was in school through the week and working on a Saturday. And then I worked two evenings a week as well. And I really wanted to leave school and go into it full time. But my mum made me stay at school and do all my exams. And I think I finished my last exam on a Tuesday and I started full time in the salon on the Wednesday, (laughs) maybe. So I've never looked back. I love it. And this is... I'm from Scotland, so this is the third country that I've been able to do my trade in, which is a great trade to have, everyone always needs their hair done. So I've worked in Scotland, Australia, and now Ireland as well, so it's great.
1: Ah, uh, Now, when did you move from Scotland to Ireland? What was the time?
0: I, so I was in Australia for a year working holiday visa, and I met loads of Irish there, and my sister lived in Dublin, so I kind of moved from Australia to here, and that was 13 years ago.
1: Yeah. Wow. wow. Yes. That's quite a journey, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the things I wanted to ask you, you see, you know, to, to your earlier point about online tutorials and, you know, the essence, you know, kind of do it yourself, your hair, do your, your hair yourself at home. You know, what are some of the tips, kind of low maintenance, no fuss tips that you've been sharing?
0: So, well, lots of people have been asking about root coverage because with all the Zoom calls and everyone working remotely, they don't want their roots showing on camera. So I don't know if I'm allowed to mention a brand specifically, but there are lots of different brands that do like a root spray and you can spray it on. It only lasts. It washes in, washes out. So it's brilliant for hiding, hiding any roots that you don't want seen, and it won't affect your color as well. For when you do get to go back to your hairdresser to do your color, it won't affect that. So that's brilliant. Another thing I actually have here, my favorite is headscarves. So these are brilliant for hiding roots, and it won't go with my hair today, but you can literally just pop them in and tie them around if your hair is up, and they're a really good tip. If you can avoid it, at the very beginning of this, I told everyone to stay away from box dyes. But that's when I thought I was maybe only going to be out at work for two or three weeks. So I know it's difficult and some people will have to resort to that. And if you have blonde hair, just leave it because blonde hair home colors can quite often be a disaster <laughs> if wow. you're used to getting highlights. But yeah, on some of the tutorials, I did one on my Facebook and Instagram of... Like if you have long fringe or bangs, how to style them with different twists and braids just to make it nice and easy and make your hair look a little bit fancier than just having it all down. And that was on my Facebook and Instagram, which is Jill Bar freelance as well. So there's a good few videos up on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what you just described, there's a frequent topic of discussion in my house with three teenagers. And so mom and, and daughter are talking about this all the time but my sons whose hair's texture's a lot like mine they've grown it out so you know they're getting braids and mom's doing it so
0: yeah brilliant and that is a positive of lockdown as well because if she didn't know how to do that there's so many videos and tutorials online it's great that you can go on and type in what you need and hopefully find it and try and teach yourself how to do it to get you through
1: yeah, so in my house, the boys, our sons who are 19 and 18, they're the ones who take up all the hair time because yeah. mom's doing their hair all the time. Hey.
0: I know, so guys I, are often worse than girls.
1: <laughs> well, and that's definitely true in my house. I mean, you know, the, the dog gets groomed, his hair gets... I am the lowest maintenance hair <laughs> person in the house, and I take like great pride in that. So the moose, and you know, and, and I'm all good.
0: <laughs> and have you had to style your wife's hair since this happened? Have you had to put color in her hair?
1: No, no. I mean, but I've seen her now. What she did do, she went online and ordered a you know like a standing hair dryer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, hair dryer rollers and and all of that. So you know, that's the adjustment that she. You know, has has made so doing her own just. But I remember when we were first married, and you know, she would go through the process all the time because it's true. This we couldn't afford to go to a stylist. Yes. Yeah. So she was doing it all so and I just remember like, wow, this takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. like, so now we're kind of back to that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I didn't really um, uh, realize, like, you know, how much time we save over those years. Um, yeah, I will not let her cut my hair. I'm like, hey, listen, I'll tough it out.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody, like, I'm, I'm hanging afro in back. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've told everybody I'm trying to bring the afro back. Let yeah,
0: me- quite right, quite right. Yes, yeah. I see the salons in New Zealand have just reopened. And they opened on a certain day. And from midnight, the barbecue went all the way down the road at midnight.
1: Wow. wow! Because <laughs> they
0: opened it bang on midnight on the day yeah. they were allowed. And that was it then.
1: Well, I wanted to touch on the human side because hearing you describe, whether it's the online tutorials or you know, how you began in hairstyling, this isn't to me, whether it's the line at the barbershop in New Zealand or what's beginning to emerge. I know it won't happen until July 20th in Ireland, but this isn't about vanity per se, it seems to me that getting back to the shop and seeing your stylist is about something deeper than just how well your hair looks, because you've been, you're right, you're on Zoom call, so people have kind of seen you, you know, so it's not, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Is it your sense it's about something greater, maybe?
0: Yeah, like, well, I think it's, uh, people, it does so much for people's self-esteem for their Mental well being. If your hair doesn't feel right, you don't feel right a lot of the time. And I think that people are finding that tough. And even just having that escape from their families or in a nice way, you know, just to relax. And it's a bit like a therapy appointment sometimes as well. And with all my clients, I've built up such a relationship with them all over the years. Most of my clients are friends at this stage. And I actually genuinely really miss them all which is sad, yeah. but when I was doing a bit of research about this and looking at Work Human and the video series that you guys are doing, I watched some videos, and I saw the one with Eric Mosley, the CEO of Work Human, and it just shows what a small world it is, but I did his mum's hair for years and years and years, and wow. I do his sister's hair every five weeks as well. Wow. So it's such a small
1: world. That is an incredibly small, small world. <laughs> Yeah, I will share that with him.
0: I know, because uh, well, I thought you guys are now going to definitely think that Ireland is tiny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very true. A human connection if there ever was one. Yeah. Well, how do people get in touch with you? I mean, I know you've got another couple of months, almost another two solid months you know, to go, because you know, you're not going to be able to open for till two weeks from today. How do people get in touch with you online?
0: So most of my clients would have my phone number and they'll contact me on that. But some people do contact me through Facebook and Instagram, which is jailbar Freelance. But I'm going to be working off a cancellation basis and anyone that I had to cancel, I'll be booking in from that. And then, as I said, it's all regulars I'm booking in. And one thing which is actually really quite upsetting this year is that all the weddings, I do a lot of wedding here. Mm-hmm. So all the weddings have had to be postponed. So all my brides for this year, up until October, my last bride had to postpone in September. Up until October, all my brides this year, well, I be doing next year. So next year is going to be extra busy with weddings. And I can't wait to meet all my brides then. But it's a shame for them. It's an added stress when trying to organize a wedding.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And we know how important hair is for the wedding because those pictures stay on forever. Forever.
0: Yeah. Zoom pictures
1: don't, but wedding pictures they do. In fact, you might see. Uh, this is. Oh,
0: uh, ah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this is. You see that? Okay. Ah, uh,
0: oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: your wife looks gorgeous. So do you. You yeah. look
1: <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. In fact, I do this a lot of times because I just kind of, you know, mess it up <laughs> in it. You know, and my hair actually is pretty much the same. It hasn't... And my kids are on me about this all the time. They're like, Dad, you should get a new hairstyle. I'm like, nah, I don't I don't feel another hairstyle.
0: <laughs> You're like, no, I, I like this. It's working for me for these years.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's working. And I still have it. I still have my hair, which is, you know... Yeah,
0: that's, that's, amazing. That's,
1: although, you know, I don't know how well you can see. I'm going to tell you this quick hair story. It's funny. You might see that I have a goatee here. I have a full beard now, but I have a light goatee there. Yeah. And so... As we were planning the wedding, I had a goatee, and my wife, whose name is Tanya, she says, I really want you to shave your goatee for the wedding. And I said, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm
1: not doing it. That's what I said Just I said, I'm not doing it. And then she got her mom in on it. And so her mom was trying to convince me. And the more they tried to convince me, the more I said to myself, this is like the last act of an independent man. So <laughs> I am not shaving my goatee. And now I look at that photo and I'm like, oh what were you thinking?
0: You're like, why did I keep it? See, why you should always, I... always listen to the women in your life.
1: <laughs> Absolutely right. And what I should, so I've I don't have the originals because what I would do is I would take it, I would photoshop my beard out my goatee out. <laughs> and, and say, see I never had a goatee, but so, so, anyway. well,
0: I quite often get men sit down to get their hair done and I say, what would you like? done with your hair and they look at their wife and they say what do I get done with my hair they don't know
1: (laughs) yeah well the rule is listen to the woman yes and if you don't listen to the woman absolutely listen to the stylist so yes
0: (laughs) definitely
1: (laughs) yeah well I want to wrap up by asking you in our traditional work human fashion what are you grateful for
0: do you know I was thinking about this and I'm actually grateful for so much just now I know that lockdown Sucks. The COVID pandemic's terrible, but there are quite a lot of things to be positive for. One thing I'm positive for just now is all the extra time that I'm getting with my family. Usually I work late nights and Kens. So it's really nice, just really simple things in life, having dinner together, which is nice. The weather in Dublin is amazing. I've never seen nicer weather in March and April. I'm obviously very grateful for the government help, financial help during the pandemic, which is amazing and all the free online education that I've been able to get. But I think, as everyone will, I'm sure will agree, the most important thing is grateful for the health of myself, my family, and friends, and all loved ones. Luckily, we've not been affected directly with Uh COVID-19. So
1: I think. Well, we're grateful for you joining us, Jill. Thanks for the hair tips. I will be sure to put some of them to use, if not for me, then for the hair club in my house. And (laughs) our very best to you, my very best to you, your family, and as well as your business. I think we're going to be fine.
0: Brilliant. Thanks so much for having me.
1: (laughs) Great. We'll see you soon. And remember, for everybody else, it's Jill Barr Freelance, right? Yes. That's how they can find you in Dublin. So go see Jill online.
0: Brilliant. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Jill. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.
1: For 20 years, WorkHuman has helped leading brands build cultures of gratitude and human connection. Their solutions work in the best of times, the worst of times, and all the time. Let them work for you in turning isolation into recognition, connection, and celebration. Get up and running in minutes at WorkHuman.com.